I'm Andrew Work, and we are back on Money Talk, and we are turning our eyes to what they call the Great White North. Joining us today with a view from Canada is Tony Che, uh, previously a senior executive at the TMX Group, coming at us live from Toronto. Hello, Tony. Hi, Andrew. Hey, great to have you. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely back on the show, and I just wanted to say congratulations, and if there's one number people should leave the show with today, the number is 40 million. I'm not sure if you picked up on that one over the weekend. Statistics Canada just reported that Canadi- the Canadian population has just crested 40 million people. So just to fix it in people's minds, uh, G7 country. Tony, uh, where do you want to start on this? Let's talk about the uh, Bank of Canada rate hike up to 4.75%. Right. What is going on there? Canada is diverging from the United States on policy. What's the game plan? Well, Andrew, I think, uh, you know, Canada obviously has uh, some of its own issues at the moment. I mean, mainly... Uh, the Bank of Canada is still targeting a inflation rate of 2%, um, which is a bit, uh, you know, quite a ways away from where we are now, which is well over 4%. You know, we haven't seen 2% since, uh, you know, middle of COVID. So, you know, the, the Bank of Canada still has some work ahead of it. Uh, as a result, I think most economists are still looking for more rate hikes to come uh, from Canada. So, you know, uh, we're currently at 4 0.75% on the Bank of Canada rate, which is the highest we've seen in almost 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most economists are calling for two more rate hikes. Oof. And where is that going to have an impact? Is it, is, I mean, is it, is it the housing market? Is it how people are thinking about their job prospects and spending? Where, where are things going on? Start with the housing market, say. Well, the housing market, I mean, we're, we're certainly starting to see, you know, quite a bit of stress in the Canadian mortgage market. Um, you know, it's not, I mean, mo- a lot of Canadians have their mortgages short term, uh, much shorter term than what we see in the U.S. And many of those mortgages are, were variable mortgages that were, uh, you know, that were underwritten uh, a couple of years ago when, when rates were almost zero. Um, so, you know, as we enter this new year, we've got people who are, uh, rolling over mortgages or, you know, their variable rate mortgages. Um, you know, their monthly payments are well underwater. Um, they have to be reset or some of the banks are now trying to help their customers out by extending out uh, amortization periods um, in order to keep them uh, going uh, without defaulting on those mortgages. But we're starting to see cracks now in the consumer uh, market. We're, we're starting to see credit card and, and car loan delinquencies rise. Um, you know, the recent credit report shows that delinquencies are up almost 16% from the Q1 of 2022. And, you know, certainly almost double from uh, Q4 of 2022. Um, I mean, keeping in mind, Andrew, that most people pay off their housing or mortgages first before they pay other loans. So, you know, certainly the consumers are feeling it in Canada. And this is a real concern because in Canada, you know, consumer debt now has hit the highest debt to GDP ratio in all of the G7, um, you know, back in 2008 during the credit crisis, um, you know, the, the ratio was only 80%. But now, as of 2021, we're 107% of, uh, of Canadian GDP. Hmm. Um, you know, during that same period, that uh, those numbers have been falling in the U.S., the U.K., Germany, um, and you know, keeping also in mind that three quarters of that. Uh, debt is mortgage debt. Um, so we are under some stress at the moment. 
Hmm. And if, if I'm an investor from abroad, am I, re am I that worried about consumer spending or am I going to be investing in companies that are more export oriented? I mean, whether they're natural resource companies, tech companies. I mean, as, a, as an investor abroad, if I'm looking at the, you know, the, the Toronto stock market, uh, you, you've got very deep uh, insights there. How should I be looking at that market? Uh, what, you know, where, where are the, uh, the upside for, for an international investor? Well, Andrew, I think, you know, uh, if you look at uh, uh, our markets in Canada, unfortunately, our markets in Canada are very skewed towards two, two sectors. One is the, uh, the financials, and the other one is the resource side. Uh, almost uh, uh, like a barbell, um, you know, financials make up over 30% of, of the uh, index, whereas uh, the resource sector is close to 20%. Um, so as a result, you have to look a little bit longer term uh, for an overseas investor. <clears throat> good news is that Canadian banks have very good balance sheets. Um, this is probably a good time to take a look at some of those uh, big five Canadian banks, um, you know, looking for a, a long term play. And you, you, what you get in return is a 4% dividend yield, um, you know, from a resource sector Yes, Canada has always been looked upon as, you know, resource rich in, in, in things such as gold, nickel, and, and so on. And certainly we're always thought of as, as an oil producer from the oil sands. But I think a lot of people should also start to look at Canada from a green energy perspective. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, some of the recent discoveries uh, in places like Quebec for rare earth and, and lithium. Um, and those could be very interesting plays for um you know, for a foreign investor. Yeah, yeah, I notice that. Like when I look at the uh, the indices for stock markets around the world for the show, when I look at the TSX, of course they have it broken out by financials, of course IT, but they also have uh, battery metals. It's like a whole <laughs> major index within the TSX. Um, I mean, th this I guess this is this is what you're saying is an opportunity for for people to, if they want to invest in in, in the green uh, kind of the green energy sector moving forward. This is somewhere where they can have a look. Yes, absolutely, Andrew. And, and you know, we're, we're starting to get investors from all over the world. I mean, a lot of the, uh, the, the current prospectors of lithium in Canada are actually Australian miners. Um, and I think there could be some, some very interesting plays there, um, keeping in mind that, uh, that Canada is also a producer of, of nickel still. And, you know, if you look at lithium batteries in, in cars and also battery storage, nickel plays a big component of that. Mm. So um, I guess the other thing that people, especially from Hong Kong, are looking at in Canada is property. A lot of them have property, whether it's mm -hmm. uh, Whistler, uh, you know, Vancouver, Toronto. There's a Facebook group called Peak to Peak just for people in Hong Kong who own property in Whistler. That's how many of them there are. Um, uh, pretty unbelievable. But I mean, if, if, if there's a little bit of stress on the Canadian housing market coming up and if uh, Canadians are, are, you know, feeling that stress, um, are there going to be some buying opportunities for people in Hong Kong? Maybe if, especially if they're a little, uh, a little cash heavy and, and, you know, don't have to take out that big a mortgage on a second property. Is there, is there, are there going to be opportunities there? Look, I think there already is. I mean, we, we had a dip during COVID. Um, you know, the house prices have already risen pretty much back to where they were uh, pre-pandemic. I think it really depends on what you're looking to get out of the Canadian housing market. If you're looking to buy, you know, a single home um, or, or vacation property, um, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity in Canada, not only because of the safety and, and, and sureness of, of, uh, of getting your, uh, your funds back, 
but also you look at population growth. I, I think that's going to be a key driver of, of property prices in Canada. Um, you know, the Canadian government has certainly made it well known that it's, it's they are pushing to, to increase immigration into Canada. This past year, we had 430,000 new, um, you know, permanent residents. And over the next uh, three years, uh, the government's looking to increase that quota all the way up to 500,000 by 2025. And if we just However, hit, and if we just hit 40 million, 50 million, can't be far absolutely. behind. Tony, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much for coming on the show. Uh, that's Tony Ajeb recently of the TMX in a country that just hit 40 million population over the weekend.